It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Bob Brill. He's Eric Kramer. Welcome to Kramer and Brill, an NFL podcast and videocast. Each week, we take a look at what's going on in the NFL, and during the season, we analyze your fantasy picks. Now, this week, we're taking a look at who you may draft and what's going on in your upcoming fantasy draft, what's happening to date in the preseason. My esteemed colleague, former Bears and Lions quarterback Eric Kramer and I, we give you a, a look at what we're doing and, and some of the teams and some of the players that are out there that, you know, that are making some noise and some that aren't. So, uh, it's been a nice and easy preseason, like no, no major bizarre happenings or anything like that. I guess you might say the biggest question was Deshaun Watson. And now we know that uh, he's going to be out for 11 games, got fined a, a few million bucks. I think it was $5 million. And, and so he's going to be out for a while. And when he comes back, it's going to be two thirds of the way through the season. Who knows where the Browns will be at that point. But the big question now is who's going to be the quarterback there. And, We'll talk a little bit about Joshua Dobbs. He has come on. He's played really, really well uh, lately in the preseason, and now he's going to—he's battling for a shot at uh, getting a job. It's interesting because uh, you know I'm coaching uh, now up at Ventura College, and so some quarterbacks that are up there, I'm having them literally this morning say, "Hey, if you've got them, watch some of these preseason games because the same things that we're working on." that are both making them successful and not are happening in the same way. And so uh, I've heard uh, in terms of Cleveland, uh, Jacoby Brissett has been doing pretty well. And he has at various times in his career. Um, so I think they've got such a good team. And I, I think the coaching staff, starting with the head coach and the way they put that team together and the, and the I'd say the way the season ended for them last year, I think they're looking to prove that they belong in this league and they've got, they're playing a very tough division, as you know. And, um, you know, I, I think they've got, I think the table is going to be set. I do not think it will be blown by the team or whoever's playing quarterback, name of set. I think the team will be in good shape by the time Sean Watson gets back. Who I'm really not a fan of, but I know he's a great quarterback and, um, you know, I think that's going to work out. I think the Browns are going to surprise some folks this year. Well, yeah, they're playing that tough division. I mean, uh, it going into the off season, people were looking at the Steelers as being number four in the division, possibly. You know, and they're looking much better. Uh, and uh, let me get back to Joshua Dobbs a little bit. The thing I like about Dobbs, and I mean. He's all. It's always been talked about his intelligence. He really is like a rocket scientist. I mean, that that is the career that he trained for, what he went to school for. And so, but he's never really gotten a chance to show his stuff. He played a little bit in Pittsburgh. They traded him, got cut. Steelers re-signed him. He was never got to play again. I think it happened like two or three times. And now he's uh, there in in Cleveland. It's interesting that he now, if Brissett doesn't work out, he's going to get a shot to play in that division against the team that brought him along. And I think it's going to be an interesting thing for the Browns. I, I like Brissett, uh, you know, because he's had some experience. He's actually, when he was with um, 
uh, Indianapolis had a couple of strong years, you know, and after Peyton Manning retired. So I, I think it's going to be an interesting situation there. Uh, Kenny Pickett has been the story in Pittsburgh. You know, Mike Tomlin is not committed to a starter, but he's been hard pressed, not the highly considered the rookie over Mitch Tabriskie. And, and while I don't think he'll win the job, Mason Rudolph is making a great case for himself there. He's looking really good. What are your thoughts? I, I love Kenny Pickett in college. I thought he looked amazing, and I think he's going to be amazing in the NFL, whether he starts day one or day three or, or game, I mean. Um, I think he's the sky's the limit with him. And I my feeling is Trubisky is one of those people that's really got something to prove. And you can say you can tell that by the comments he's made, almost like he enjoyed heaping on Nagy, which I – agree with i think nagy was terrible but i also think trubisky was terrible and as we've talked about in the past uh until his fundamentals get right i think it's going to be hard for him to main, be consistent and hit open people when they're open um i really do think like you mason rudolph has, has turned some heads while he's had the chance and i think he's kind of coming into his own in terms of he's been around now for a few years and uh you know, who knows? He could find himself in a situation, as you just mentioned with Josh Dobbs, um, where he steps in and, you know, who knows, comes in for a game or two and that two turns into four or five. And um, I think that's I think Tomlin's such a great coach and got such a great uh, cast of coaches and players around him that and has created a culture there in Pittsburgh that, you know, even when things were horrible, he somehow managed to keep them together. Mm -hmm. They're no longer horrible. Turning to the Rams, you know, the Rams seem to be moving along, but you have to wonder how serious is this injury to Matt Stafford's throwing arm? He hasn't played, really. And Perkins looks good over Wolford. I really, I was at the Rams game uh, Friday night, and uh, Perkins got into play again. We knew he'd play probably the second half. And he really looks good. He's mobile. He uh, he, he seems to be in, in intelligent as far as some of the decisions he made. So what are you hearing over there? Nothing. But I did watch the preseason game. I got it recorded. And you're right. He looked amazing. And uh, I think Stafford's elbow is going to be just fine. He's played with, you know, injuries and pain before. Um, and I just think because he played in Detroit for so long, um, didn't get the respect he deserved. And he, what impressed me about Stafford last year is the tail end of the season, he did start making some very poor decisions and bad things were happening. And, and, and it was almost like not only L.A., but everyone was like, See, I told you it was him all along. And no, it wasn't. And um, and I, I just I believe that he's gonna be great again. I think their team's gonna be great again. I think as bad as the Chargers looked uh against Cowboys just the other night, uh, you know, the, the Chargers haven't played any of their own people. And so I think we in LA, uh it's very possible there could be a Rams Chargers Super Bowl. And I think the Rams are at the top of the class this year. They're they're looking good, I know. And uh, like you said, I hardly anybody played the other day. Uh, they're still, you know, working through Wolford and and Perkins. And I mean, they cut Raymond Calais and AJ Rose, a couple of running backs today. Uh, they didn't get much of a chance. They got a little bit of a chance. Uh, one of them, and I forget which one it was, made a really bad fumble. <laughs> it was like I was I was sitting next to my wife, and I thought, you know, that's the end of his NFL career this time around. You know, and uh, so, but uh, they also cut Warren Jackson and JJ Koski. 
Uh, Tavon Austin got cut today, too. He's been around for 10 years. Not mm-hmm. a lot of big names as far as uh, wide receivers, running backs, and quarterbacks have um, been let go just yet. Today was the another cut-down day. Next Tuesday will be another cut-down day. So uh, some of the guys that are, are – are there some people that you're surprised that are still hanging on? Mm, no. I, 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 As long as we're on the subject of people doing well, I think the Bears um, – to me, defensively, they look rock solid. And and again, they haven't played a lot of their players either. Um, but you can just tell they're coached very well. I think uh, I think the quarterbacks have stepped up at times, and at other times, I'll I'll point out to these guys I'm coaching. Hey, you know, down in the first game yeah, against, I guess it was Kansas City. Um, you know, Darnell Mooney is a blazing fast runner. He's mm-hmm. in the slot. And he gets a pick from the outside guy who misses his guy. And so he just literally outruns him up the sideline. And it's a great throw. Uh, no, it's a great catch. But there's uh, uh, Fields staring him down the entire time. And he had uh, a receiver on the other side running up the seam. He could have looked the safety right over to him. And that could have been a walk-in touchdown. So I know that he's got some room to grow. and he And he is. But I'm just saying that uh, as good as I think they can be, they've still got some growth to do themselves. But defensively, they've got a linebacker out of Wisconsin, um, I figure it was Sanborn or something like that, that just – he makes plays. And they they just – they all – I don't care what the play is. They know how to set an edge and know how to fill it up inside. And uh, that's a team I think that's going to surprise some folks. I also think the Raiders. I think this time around for uh, uh, Josh McDaniels um, – just watching them just in the last, I don't know, half a quarter from their last game, they just look, I don't care who's in there, they look like they know what they're doing. And uh, I think that's unlike his first go-around with Denver where he was just first time on as a head coach. I think he's had, I think in life, you learn more from failure than you do success. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just think he's much better prepared this time around. And the team he's got around him, uh, not around him, but the play for him, I think are exceptional. Now, there's one player that uh, kind of stood out. I watched uh, last week, and he's he's not going to be the end all be all just yet because there's somebody in front of him. But they may go to two tight ends a lot. And that's Isaiah Likely, uh, the tight end, uh, fourth round pick by Baltimore out of Coastal Carolina. Uh, he's looking really good, and as you know, uh, tight ends do really well in the Baltimore uh, system um, for a lot I'm of reasons. Surprised they don't carry six tight ends. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Mark Andrews and Mark Andrews spent some time on the injury list last year. So, you know, and, and uh, likely as a rookie just looks really, really good. And I, I think, you know, if you're in a dynasty league, you're possibly, you, you should look seriously at him. And I mean, not first round, certainly, but maybe second to fourth round, second to third round, somewhere in there. Cause I don't think he's going to be on the board very long. Uh, but as far as a, uh, a standard league, you know, he'd be way down the list. But uh, mainly because Andrews could get hurt at any time. I mean, Andrews is is a new young chicken, but he's, he's solid and he plays hurt. And uh, But last year he sat out some games. And I think that Isaiah Likely is just a real solid comer. And I think he's going to be in that mold of, um, uh, you know, um, George um, – I can't think of his name. Uh, George Kittle. Yeah, George, George Kittle. Kittle. Yeah. And and some of the other really good tight ends out there. So, and like you said, the 
um, Jackson likes to uh, dump that off to the tight ends because they're out yeah. there. So, yeah. so, all right. Well, uh, you got anything? I think, more? I, I, yeah. The last thing I'll say on this is yeah. I'm wearing my my Detroit Lions. I, I saw. I was going to mention that. I saw that. This is the new hot team this year, man. I think they're going to surprise quite a few folks. And uh, from what I hear, Jared Goff's looking fantastic, and and they've got some talent on that team. And I think that you know, just looking at their coaching staff, they've got the most former players on there they all seem hungry and and, uh and i think the players um you know saw a spark at the end of the season that they deserve to see that they earned and so i think coming into this year they're going to make a big jump as well okay let me ask you this i've got a decision to make there are two different positions but i gotta cut a 12 i can only keep 11 players hawk tj hawkinson or gabriel davis of buffalo the wide receiver who do i keep I know you like Hawkinson. I, I, I hate to cut either one, but I, I got to <laughs> think that with the with the leaps that Hawkinson makes year to year anyway, mm-hmm. and now I think with golf settled in this year and also has something to prove because he wasn't, you know, it wasn't his choice to go there. And um, and I think the way he got mm, ran out of town here in L.A. and, and answering for that Super Bowl still haunts him. And I think he's, uh, you know, I think that I think that combination is going to do some special things. All right. Yeah, I'll seriously consider that. <laughs> it's probably <laughs> well, the way I'm going. Doing this, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's probably the way I'm going, you know. So all right, that'll do it for another edition of Kramer and Brill. Don't forget to join us next time wherever you get your shows and on my Bob Brill YouTube channel. For my friend and colleague Eric Kramer, we'll see you next time. <laughs>